The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining me today. I'm quite excited today, actually, in terms of uh, what is happening in the world and what is happening in my own life and, and these radio shows in particular. And there are two aspects to this that I'm excited about. One is the unfolding that is taking place in the world uh, in a just most beautiful and wonderful way, although it doesn't always appear to be that way. And secondly, an opportunity that I'm offering all of the listeners to this show I've come to the realization, having been pushed and prodded by a number of uh, members of our meditation group, that it's uh, time for me to do uh, a meditation for people around the world to be involved in. Um, People who come regularly to our meditation group and uh, go away on trips or holidays or pilgrimages really wish that they could tune into the meditations while uh, they're away. But also the sense that uh, it's time now for people to be able to use this tool of meditation that we work with to benefit them on their own awakening journey. And we know from the experiences that people are having in our meditation groups on a Monday and and a Thursday, uh, that as a result of the meditation work that we do, that their own spiritual gifts are opening up and awakening and the realization of what is taking place in the world and how uh, by going into this quiet meditative state and being guided through a process people are are getting great benefits. And so starting uh, a week tomorrow on Thursday, November the 14th, I'm going to be doing a uh, guided visualization meditation live at 11.30 Pacific um, on a Thursday morning every week from now on. It will be accessed through freeconferencecall.com to begin with to see the sort of number of uh, people that join. It's for a $5 donation. And so if you are interested in, in joining us for this uh, live meditation, which can be listened to archived as well after the actual live meditation, then you can just go to my web page, uh, my website, www.petertongue.com, and then click on the events page and you'll see the uh, PayPal donation button there where you will also be able to get the information for the telephone number to call and the access code uh, beginning next Thursday at 11.30. And what I want to do today is to give a little bit of a summary of what's taken place over the last 13 weeks of shows. This is actually the last one in the series of of 13 shows. And when I look back over the guests that I've had for the last 12 weeks, 
and when this all began, it was really interesting because it actually goes back to August the 14th when my guest was a really, really neat guy, Jeff Brown, and he was talking about the, the new approach that the sacred masculine needs to take in this world as, as we develop and as we come into this beautiful golden era there's a new role for the sacred masculine to play and he is a warrior himself who's putting through challenges to come to this knowing and this realization of the shift that we need to take from the Marlboro man, the, the, uh, the physical fighting warrior to a much gentler yet still strong masculine energy that holds space for the sacred feminine energy to really re-emerge and for the women to come back into their full power but in a balanced, sacred, masculine and feminine way. And that week of the August the 14th, I was actually down in Tucson, Arizona at the Paddy Cota Robles World Congress on Illumination, which actually closed uh, the next day on August the 15th. And Harmonic Convergence, the anniversary of which is always on August the 17th. And this was the 26th year that Patty had uh, done this World Congress the 25-year preparation leading up to December 21st, 2012. And one of the reasons that I went was to actually find out what she had to say about this first year uh, following December 21st, 2012. And it seems as if that gathering was another impulse, another quantum step up into our next level of awakening awareness. And I know that lots of people expected December 21st, 2012 to be this great hoorah moment, this great opening, this great awakening moment, and what was going to take place. Uh, And what people need to understand is when you're working with the fifth dimensional energies, the higher frequencies of vibration, the invisible realms, then what takes place is at a much more subtle level than what we are accustomed to, used to in the third, third dimensional realm. And so what has been taking place has been this unfolding that has taken place since then uh, through to this, this current time. And it, it seems to me that there are major themes uh, that are important for us to work with and understand as this unfolding is taking place so that we can pay attention to and tune into these changing energies and vibrations that have, have come forward through that time since December 21st, 2012, and seem to have stepped up again since that date of, of August the 17th. It certainly has been the case in my world, and so I want to talk about one or two of the things that have happened and taken place uh, for me personally, as well as expanding that to include each of you as our listeners, because I am very confident that absolutely every single person on this planet has been going through the same transformational opportunities, although we have not all recognized them as such, because sometimes the energies become very challenging for us, and our world seems to be falling apart, and those people around us, and so it doesn't feel yet like this is the most wonderful golden era that we want to step into. Um, But what we do need to understand is it is coming, and every single event that is taking place in your life is happening to help you realize and understand the aspects of yourself that you need to recognize and to set free and clear the old paradigms, the old structures, so that you can step into this new you. 
this particular week, right up to the, the minute, on Sunday, this last Sunday, November the 3rd, we had this solar eclipse. And what was interesting about this eclipse was that it wasn't a traditional eclipse in the sense that most eclipses are either annular, like partial eclipses, some are total eclipses according to the size, relative size of the moon and its position between the sun and the earth. Well, this particular eclipse was a hybrid eclipse. It started off as an annular partial eclipse and ended up setting as a total solar eclipse. And so this in itself was unique, unusual. And so for me, the energy of vibration for this weekend was the ultimate new beginning. What is it that we are going to be and do in the future from this moment forward? And it's like a, a reinventing ourselves. We are still in Mercury retrograde right now, and, and for me, the prefix re is what Mercury retrograde is all about. And it's a, on the positive side, it's about reflection and it's about reinvention of ourselves. But it's also pushing up to the surface through transportation, communication, uh, computer systems, all of that stuff, uh, bringing closure to past experiences or past relationships that never felt quite complete. All of this is happening for us to get to this point of really being brutally honest with ourselves and realizing and recognizing what needs to go, what we need to release, what we need to let go of in loving light, in full forgiveness of whatever it is, so that we can step into our full power and become the new enlightened human beings that we are to become. And I remember going back to that first show with Jeff Brown. He used the expression enrealment rather than enlightenment because from his perspective, uh, we need to have our feet firmly placed on the ground for this next phase of uh, evolution. And I totally agree with him. This is not about going off into some river land. It's about being fully present, fully anchored, being here on the planet. And uh, the next series of shows that came in was this incredible synchronicity that I could never have predicted. One of the beautiful things about this story and about this uh, unfolding movie almost is that you just can't predict how it's going to play out and what's going to happen next. And so we had these two back-to-back -back shows uh, with um, Peter Dawkins and Andrew Collins talking about the constellation Cygnus the Swan in the night sky and both looking at it from a completely different perspective. And so the critical point for us to realize here, uh, from my perspective, is that the heavens, the cosmos, the sun, the moon, the stars, the constellations are all positioned as they are to support us on our awakening journey. And the mythology that surrounds the star constellations is really important because those personifications of the stars have some deeper meaning for us. And Andrew Collins shared with us that he has been studying Gebekli Tepe, the oldest known human civilization on the planet, where they created their stone temples and structures to align the Cygnus the Swan. So he was looking from the ground up at the Cygnus constellation in the sky. Whereas Peter Dawkins, the following week, was looking at the Cygnus the Swan constellation as an imprint on the landscape coming down from the heavens onto the earth. And his research has led him to believe that the whole Shakespeare in the 1600s, the whole Shakespeare um, existence, the whole energy around that 
was a, was a, an intention from the star systems to take people on a pilgrimage to Stratford-upon-Avon in the heart of England where Cygnus the Swan impresses itself on the landscape. And so that whole Shakespeare time, Queen Elizabeth, Francis Drake, Francis Bacon, Shakespeare, who really wrote the plays, uh, Queen Elizabeth had her own, her own spy network. There was a lot of stuff going on at that time, which was, I believe was a seeding of energy for what is taking place now. And so the message for us is that everything has been set up for us to achieve our highest calling, our highest good. And part of that is our connecting energetically with the star systems and the constellations that have some significance for us. And one of the things it's neat for us to do is to resolve that knowing that we are indeed connected as above, so below, to planet Earth and to the star systems. And right now, the sun, our own sun, is going through its own transformation. It's going through a magnetic pole shift over the next month or so. And so you can imagine there must be tremendous influences pouring down upon us as the sun is going through with these massive solar ejections, her own transformation. And the whole solar system, therefore, is under the influence of the sun as planet Earth is. And this is not about getting to a place of fear. It's about getting into a place of alignment because these energies are so big and so powerful that there is nothing we can do to stop them happening. So the most important thing we can do is to align ourselves energetically with the sun, with the earth, come into alignment with those rays coming down, particularly at sunrise and at sunset. And I've got a beautiful story to share later about a sunset moment that happened uh, during the solar eclipse on, on Sunday. But just aligning ourselves with the heart of the sun and the heart of Mother Earth, knowing that the energies that are being emanated from the sun through Mother Earth herself, through the center of Mother Earth, all those energies are being generated to support us on this awakening journey because the sun and the earth and the solar system are all going through this transformational process as well. It's not just human beings on the planet. We are going through this together. So the closer we align to that, the better it is for all of us. And I'll continue uh, after the first break talking a bit more about how we can actually come into this alignment. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. There are a lot of questions about psychic reading and messages from beyond and what they say to us and about us. Join host Pat Nelson and Bryce Korzanowski for Illuminating You. 
Our program will answer many of the questions that you may have and others will have. Our guests discuss and share their personal stories of triumph over trauma. We'll talk about all aspects of healing, living as a part of nature, and other psychic and medium topics. Listen every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co Creation with Peter Tan. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co Creation. With your host, Peter Tung. Thank you so much for joining me today. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertung.com. And the exciting new opportunity for all of us to join together in live meditations on a Thursday morning at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. And to get more information on that or to join us to register, just go to my website, petertung.com. And go click on the events page and you will be able to join us beginning on Thursday, November the 14th, for every Thursday in the future. And also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com and our Ambassadors of Light class, where I give a regular update every couple of weeks as to what is taking place in the world of spirit and how we can be part of this grand opportunity that is opening up for us. Just before the break, I was talking about the alignment with the sun and the stars and Mother Earth herself. And one of the most powerful shows in the last few weeks was with Tom Lesher, otherwise known as Kai Pacha, who puts out the Pele Report every Wednesday on a YouTube. It's about a 15-minute uh, piece. And in that, he talks about the astrological influences that are upon us. And so if you really want to begin to really check in and align with the way in which the star systems are working to help us on this journey then I strongly recommend that through newparadigmastrology.com and, and Kaipacha Tom, uh, Tom Lesher. And what he was, he was saying is that we're going through this transitional time where all of the old structures, the old belief systems, the old limiting patterns, the belief, for example, the illusion that our governments provide any form of safety and security, financial or otherwise, uh, is now that bubble is being burst wide open. The medical system, similarly, in many cases, not in all cases, in many cases, is not meeting the needs of the people, and they themselves are mystified. And by the way, if any of you have been having some weird and wonderful, what I call ascension symptoms, where you have feelings in the body that don't seem quite right, or headaches, or whatever it is, and you go to the doctor and they can't find anything wrong with you, uh, it's because they're not looking in the right place and they don't have the instrumentation to measure shifts that are taking place on a higher frequency of vibration. What is generally speaking is that your body is recalibrating itself to these new energies and new frequencies and so blockages in the body need to be cleared. 
And so uh, I'm not saying don't go to the doctor at all. I'm not saying that, but I am saying be aware that many symptoms that you are experiencing are most likely to be connected to the shifting in vibrational frequency that is taking on the planet and taking place in us. And so these influences are like squeezing out of us the last droplets of dross, the last bits and pieces within us that are not serving our highest purpose and our greatest needs. And we have these unconscious programs running which were inculcated into us in early childhood through our parents, through our school systems, through our churches, through any adults who were in um, some sort of authoritative position over us. And all these things were put into place. It was no one's fault. It wasn't done deliberately to hurt. It was what people believed to be uh, what was appropriate at that time. But now it's time to recognize that, that much of what we believe to be true is not ours. It's not something that we have based our lives upon. It's been put into us by someone else. And so now it's time to take back our full power and realize that we are in this time of a complete new beginning where we can let go of everything in our lives that does not serve us and step forward on this new journey. And two very significant shows that came along in the, in the middle of the series of shows, Deborah Laval, uh, Leap to Freedom, and Barbara Berger, Are You Happy Now? And Deborah Laval was, was commanded by spirit to go into this place, into this deep place within her to re- recognize and understand and realize what role guilt and shame play in our lives. And she went through this journey herself and then wrote this book called Leap to Freedom. And the leap to freedom is that quantum leap that you take when you realize that much of the guilt and the shame that we carry in our lives as a result of past experiences is as a result of these conditioned programs and beliefs that were fed into us that are not really ours. And her, her ultimate conclusion, which is a really important one, that most of the really deep feelings of guilt and shame that we carry are actually to do with the illusion of separation from source. The illusion that we believe that we are separate from spirit, from God, from creator. The belief that we are separate from each other. And this journey on the planet right now is about this realization that we are all connected. We are all together in unity consciousness. That we are all part of this together. And it's, it's for us to work this through together collaboratively. The time for duality and conflict and stating your belief system against someone else's, that time is coming to a close. And we're seeing all sorts of revelations in the world and clearly in our governmental systems where we have this duality fighting back and forth, one side trying to convince the other side that they're right, no longer works. And we need to move into this place of collaborative union, collective conscious connection, working together for the greater good of all. And that was the realization that came through Deborah's work. And then following that, Barbara Berger wrote a book called Are You Happy Now? And it's a really simple but profound book where she goes through the 10 most common reasons why 
we are not happy in this moment. And, and all the, again, misbeliefs that we have about why we're not happy in this moment. And one of my favorites, uh, one of the chapters is called Minding Your Own Business. And we spend so much of our energy focusing on things we have no control over, other people in our lives, other situations, our workplace, uh, that it's, it's an absolute waste of our energy and our time to worry about those things that are out of our control. And so when we can focus our energies on what is really important and what, we, what role we play and what we can actually do as individuals, uh, then we have so much more energy coming back to us to work with so that we can work, go on this magnificent journey feeling completely comfortable within. And the bottom line in all of this is the only thing we have control over is how we respond to any situation that comes up in the world. We are constantly being bombarded with wonderful opportunities and challenging opportunities. And all that matters is how we choose to respond to those circumstances. And when we begin to understand and realize that every situation that comes up in our lives is one for us to grow and learn and embrace, then this beautiful energy can start flowing through us and we become very serene and very calm and very centered under all circumstances. And when we get to that place, those circumstances that used to crop up to challenge us, to force us to look at ourselves, no longer need to happen. And when we embrace the all that is, and we accept everything that comes up in our lives as being part of our journey, then we can just move into this beautiful, sacred place. And I want to come back uh, later on in the show today to talk about uh, our uh, last alchemical journey on Sunday in Scorpio, because in some ways it encapsulates all, all that we're, we're talking about here. And, and last week, Gary Quinn was on the show, and he wrote a book called The Yes Frequency, what he's encouraging people to do is to use the word yes commonly in your conversations and in your mantras because he has intuitively realized that the word yes in English has a very high, vi high vibrational frequency behind it of manifestation. So if you put the word yes in front of every positive affirmation or mantra that you tend to use – or even bring that word yes into your conversation frequently, or when someone asks you to do something, just say yes, unless it's completely off the wall, then what you're doing is you're bringing into form some higher vibrational frequency which will assist you further on your journey. And so I, th I really encourage you uh, to tune into those three shows because they give you the guts of what we need to, to adjust ourselves to in, in going on this on this journey. So if you can imagine then that inside you, you've got these old ancient programs from many, many lifetimes and this lifetime that are just percolating away below the surface. And as soon as we clear all of those conditioned programs, those limiting beliefs, the scarcity mentality, all those things, poverty consciousness, I'm not worthy, all of those things, as soon as we can clear all of those, then the world can transform into a, another, another beautiful place. And one of the comments that Gary Quinn made on the show last week was he's just come back from a significant tour of Europe. 
and he commented that he found that every single workshop that he did, the number of people waking up in the world to this realization, to this new level of awareness that we need to be involved in, is enormous. Every single workshop he went to, people were hungry to step up into this higher frequency and vibration. This fantastic opportunity to awaken, which is just sitting there waiting for us to embrace and become part of. And it's, it's the, the people coming through the show, the vibrational frequency, the sound itself, making a tone, coming together in connection and oneness. When we do the toning of the OM or the R as a group, and you make that sound, and eventually in making that sound, it's no longer your voice. It's almost like an orchestration that you all come together, and you have enormous lung capacity to continue this vibrational ohm or this vibrational ah, whatever it is that you're, you're sending out into the atmosphere and bringing back from beyond these beautiful vibrational frequencies to connect with us deep within. And the more we connect through the vibration of positive sound frequencies, again, another way in which our lives can be transformed and, and shaken up to bring us to this beautiful place of peace and love and harmony. And when we return after the break, I'm going to talk about a couple of stories that I've been involved in myself just to illustrate when you step into this place of total acceptance of what is necessary for us to do in this, in this world, uh, how wonderful it can be and beautiful it can be. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Which voice do you hear? The voice of your ego or the voice of your spirit? The one you listen to can determine your entire future, your decisions, your existence. Listen to Two Voices with Dr. Nick and Rev. Linda Martin. We'll identify, discover, and explore your two voices and help you to determine how they shape your life. It's an experience which can allow you to transform your ego, hear the voice of spirit more clearly, and create the life you were meant to live. Two Voices is heard Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America 7th Wave. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. 
If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining me today. Just a big thank you to our sponsors for this last series of shows, the last 13 weeks, and continuing on for the next 13 weeks, I'm so happy and pleased to say, Sherry Chase of Chase International Real Estate Company in beautiful Lake Tahoe and Reno, Nevada. And also a big thank you to Brandy, my producer for this show, and Matt, our regular engineer who uh, keeps my technologically challenged abilities uh, in line so that we can bring this show to you. And they're uh, providing me the opportunity to communicate with you and help you on your own awakening journey through this show. So a great thank you to Sherry Chase, Brandy, and Matt from Voice America. So I just want to go into a a couple of actual um, circumstances uh, that have taken place for me since the harmonic convergence, just to help uh, you, the listeners, understand how this plays out for me, obviously, but but I think it plays out in a similar way for a lot of people. And it's a matter of bringing pieces together which don't necessarily seem connected at the time, but then it unfolds and and the picture reveals itself as you go. So before I went down to the harmonic convergence, I was really confident that there was going to be a a very significant and important week from the fall equinox, September 29th, September 22nd, to Michaelmas Day, September the 29th. And I didn't know exactly what that was, but I was aware that that it seemed to be very important. And someone sent me an email uh, which mentioned a blog that Meg Blackburn had posted about September the 29th. When I got to the Harmonic Convergence Conference, I didn't know, because Paddy Coates Verbals doesn't advertise her guest speakers, but Meg Blackburn was the main uh, supporting presenter at the Congress, and, and Meg has been on this show three times, and so we'd never actually met, so that was neat for me to actually physically uh, make contact with her, and so we did meet, and I said to her, Meg, let's have a sit-down chat, because you wrote this really significant blog about September the 29th. And she said, did I? <laughs> and I said, yes, she did. And she had absolutely no recognition of uh, or rem- remembrance of this blog that she'd written. Uh, and the reason for that was, I believe, that she, she had an experience with the Archangel Michael where she was taken out into the universe and had an experience. And when she came back, she wrote this blog. And what the blog was saying was on September the 29th, there was going to be this coming together of time and space through eons of time, 6,000 years into the past and 6,000 years into the future, all coming together in that one moment. And now it was Archangel Michael that took her on this journey, and I asked Meg if she knew that September the 29th was actually Michaelmas Day, the day in which Archangel Michael is uh, honored in the Christian calendar, and she didn't know that. And so this all seemed to be very, very significant. Um, And the fall equinox on September the 22nd uh, is an important time and an important date. And it was one of the days last year we, where we did sacred ceremony uh, in Europe when we were uh, doing our alchemical marriage as we shifted into uh, the energy of uh, Libra from Virgo. 
And so it became evident to me, having had this discussion, that, that we needed to go on some uh, major pilgrimage during that week of the 22nd to the 29th. So when I got back, I, I had a, a chat with my good friend Ernie, who has the ability to step up into the upper realms and communicate with the invisible beings there and get some information back for us on what we were supposed to do. And the information that he got was that uh, two of us were to go down to Mount Shasta in California and two were to go up to Victoria Lake on the north end of Vancouver Island. Now, the significance of Victoria Lake is that it's mentioned in the Keys of Enoch, the J.J. Hertak uh, masterful uh, novel, almost, book, about the, the upper realms and the connections to all that is. And in that book, there are 12 sites mentioned across the planet, uh, which are power vortex sites with the Giza Plateau, the pyramids of Giza being the 13th and central place. And one of those 12 places is indeed Victoria Lake on Vancouver Island. And so we made the decision that we would head off down to Manchester and they would go up to Victoria Lake. And the idea was that we were to link in these, the energetics of these different vortex sites on the planet. And then emails started streaming in from different channelings that were taking place, basically saying that uh, during the, the, the powerful full moon that took place just before that on the 18th of September that these earth portals were going to be opening up, uh, uh, actually coming from the center of Mother Earth, not from out in space, but from the center of Mother Earth herself. Just before we set out to take the 1,000-kilometer journey down to Mount Shasta, Ernie gave me some information on the locations uh, around Mount Shasta and places to go and visit. And in that package was a channeling that James Tiburon, earthkeeper.com, had done some time ago about the Stuart Mineral Springs, uh, which is underneath the, uh, the tremendous energy vortex of, of Mount Shasta. And what was uh, amazing, A, was that this document was there, but secondly, it talked about the fact that Stuart Mineral Springs contained both a white spring and a red spring. And the only place on the planet that he is aware of and we are aware of where there is another red and white spring together is in Glastonbury in England in the Chalice Well. So suddenly it seemed this was a really exciting moment because here we had Mother Earth sending out to the surface these two springs, this white spring and this red spring, right alongside each other, like the sacred union of the masculine and feminine that was taking place in Glastonbury where we were at the same time a year ago, and now we were going to Mount Shasta to connect into this energy. So it seemed relevant for us to actually travel down to the Stuart Mineral Springs and connect with the energies there. Well, the white spring at Stuart Mineral Springs is full of minerals and silicates, and the energy runs through the spring and into these hot baths, which you go into, and you go through a three-step process where you go in, and lie down in this very mineral, silicate-rich, hot bath so that you, you get coated by these uh, beautiful minerals. Then you go into a uh, cedar-lined room with a wood stove sauna where your pores open and absorb into them all of these beautiful minerals and silicates. And then you go outside and you take a cold plunge to seal these energies within you. And in the document that uh, James Tiburon had written, he said that the only place where you could 
take in the waters of the Red Spring was actually in the creek outside where the White Spring and the Red Spring come into the creek above so that in the particular uh, place where they have created this natural uh, pool for you, to a cold plunge pool for you to go in, is the only place where you can actually receive the Red and White Spring together. Two degrees Celsius was the temperature, which is probably about 35, 36 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, where we went in. Uh, we, w- this process of purification was over a three-day period uh, with three cycles in each. So it was a nine-time dunking into this freezing cold water. But at the end, you feel absolutely and totally invigorated. And following the final dunking, we went up Mount Shasta on September the 29th, Michaelmas Day, to do sacred ceremony uh, right at Panther Springs, which is the place where most people who go on a sacred pilgrimage go to uh, for their experiences on Mount Shasta, Panther Meadows and Panther Springs. The weather was so challenging, it was so cold and so wet with driving rain, that as we drove up the mountain to the 7,500 feet level to the Panther uh, Meadows trailhead, there was no other car parked on the whole of the mountain. And so we were being challenged physically uh, to decide whether we were actually going to go through with this ceremony, which of course we did. And we found this beautiful grove of seven, uh, seven trunks of the same beautiful cedar redwood tree where we did our sacred ceremony. Now, just before this uh, opportunity to go to Mount Shasta had arisen, we had come into contact with Ian Souter, who also did a show talking about the beneficial emanations of radioactive uranium through these radiant beads that he has uh, collected from uh, bead stores around the vicinity. These uh, beads were made many years ago and were very popular in the 60s during the... uh, the, the hippie time of the of the discotheque and the and the uh, shimmering lights uh, and under black light or ultraviolet light these beads irradiate they glow in the dark and so they were very very popular at that time but for us the key elements of these radiant beads are not only do they offer us healing but they represent the beautiful emissions of mother earth through radioactive decay which is the spontaneous transmutation of one element into another, which is exactly what Mother Earth is going through right now. It's exactly what the sun is going through. The sun is a ball of spontaneous radioactive emissions, and without it, we could not live. And so what we need to do, what we are doing, is to align ourselves with those emanations, those radiations, as we transmute into a higher expression of ourselves. So now we include those radiant beads in our ceremonies as a mirror reflection and alignment with our transmutation as they are transmuting. And there's all sorts of fears around Fukushima and there's all sorts of fears around radioactivity, mainly as a result of the human use of inappropriate nuclear reaction in the atomic bombs of the Second World War. But what we need to know is within those radioactive elements, the natural radioactivity that you find in pitch blend, which is the natural radioactive source of uranium, there are incredible beneficial energies for us to to gain from. And also this realization and this alignment with this energy of spontaneous emission that we are now involved in, in our transmutation process. So we included these radiant beads in 
our ceremony on Mount Shastra on that day. And I do uh, urge you to listen to the show with Ian Souter about the positive support that radioactive emissions can provide for us. The evidence for very powerful healings taking place for people with cancer with zero side effects as a result of exposure to low-level radioactivity is quite remarkable. And so it's something for us to stop demonizing and for us to embrace the natural Mother Earth emissions of radioactive particles and welcome them and embrace them. In fact, it's time for us to stop demonizing everything that we have seen as being dark and negative and even evil. It's time for us to understand and realize that absolutely everything that exists wants to come home, wants to be bathed in loving light and supported by our collective conscious humanity. And when we can bring everybody home, when we can love everything that exists, then we can have another golden era of peace on the planet. We're coming up for our final break, and I'll just tell you one more story on our return. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Are you looking for better sex? Learn how to have the best sex of your life when you join Ellen Etoff and her program, Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. You'll explore every aspect of love, sex, and intimacy, and discover new realms of possibility, including the spiritual dimensions of sex. It's an adults-only world with guest experts sharing valuable tips and techniques and so much more. Cultivate the powerful energies of sexuality and an undefended heart. Listen and join in live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. One of the questions I'm often asked by people is how... 
how can I be part of this? How can I open up to spirit? How can I trust? How can I gain confidence? How can I release all these limiting patterns in my life? And one of the ways that you can do that is by walking the land, as we do in our Landscape Zodiacs, but another way is by doing it through meditation. So for those of you who are not able to actually attend a ceremony, then the alternative method for you is to actually go through the process in a meditation. And that is one of the reasons why I am offering this live meditation beginning next Thursday, November the 14th, uh, for one hour on a Thursday morning, 11.30 Pacific, to provide the opportunity for anybody that wishes to, to become involved in these energy transmissions that are taking place in the meditation and to learn how to become at peace, to be relaxed, to breathe, to be gentle, and to awaken your own spiritual gifts. So if you are interested, I strongly suggest you go to my website, www.petertongue.com, click on the events uh, page, and then you can check in there with the information, make your donation of $5, and then receive the information for you to join us in meditation on a regular basis every Thursday morning. So I'm going to use an example from a, a Landscape Zodiac Scorpio journey last Sunday to really summarize and bring all of this together for you, our listeners, and why and how it's important that these journeys take place in the landscape. And you don't need to know the specifics of the places that I'm going to mention in the landscape, but to get an idea of the significance of why these events are important and why working together with Mother Earth is so important. So we're in the energy of Scorpio and there's a massive Scorpio effigy in the landscape in our hometown here of Victoria. And so we began the day in the sting in the scorpion's tail, which happens to be in our government house in Victoria. And behind the house is a magnificent terrace garden overlooking the ocean uh, to the south and the Olympic Mountains in, in the United States. And so we go to this pond, which is the sting in the tail. And the energy of Scorpio is that sting in the tail tends to lash out at other people or at ourselves when we get challenged in a situation where we don't feel we have control or we don't know what to do or we become very defensive. And so it's one of those programs running underneath the surface in our unconscious that gets us to lash out. And we do so in a very stinging way. So it's very hurtful and very painful to the, other, to the other person or if we turn it in on ourselves. So what we did was we went to that lake, that pond at the, behind Government House, and we went deep into the water below the surface to eke out from deep within the unconscious what it is that causes us to lash out at others or ourselves and take that toxin, that poison, and transmute it, because Scorpio is all about transmutation and transformation, and transmute it into the golden elixir. So instead of lashing out at someone or lashing out at ourselves, we use that energy, we, we convert it from the poison, the deep red, crimson, passionate jealousy, into the beautiful golden elixir. And then we drove along the body of the scorpion in the landscape using it as a kundalini energy rising process through the heart, through the head, and in the landscape above the head in uh, Victoria is the inner harbor, which is heart-shaped. 
So now we're sort of up in the eighth chakra above the head, but it, which is also a heart, connecting mind, body, and spirit together through this position. And that happens to be, in our landscape, a sacred spot to the First Nations people of Victoria. Its, it's, it's, uh, its name translated is the place of the cradle. And there's a large rock there. And when uh, the children were able to walk, after they came out of the cradle, the cradle itself was placed upon this rock as a symbol, as a connection to the land for that child to now walk the earth and have a beautiful, long-lived life. That was the symbolic um, reason for, for that particular location in the landscape for the First Nations people. So we gathered there now to set this energy in motion for this transmuting, transforming energy both within us so that we no longer lash out at people but we transform that very powerful root burning energy into something positive to support us on our journey not only for us but for the land itself so for all the people in this location to benefit from that new vibrational transmutation through the effigy in the landscape and so we went through the rest of the day and then our final ceremony was out on a breakwater which almost acts as a sort of a protective barrier to this inner harbour it's a quite a long, quite narrow walk out, and we were going to do our final offering, our final ceremony back to Mother Earth into the ocean right at the end of this long breakwater that you walk. It's rather like a pier that you walk out on. Well, as we are walking out along this breakwater, it's, it's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and with the clock change that took place that day, it was going to get dark fairly soon. The sun was, was up but was beginning to... Uh, lower in the sky towards sunset and as we walked out along this uh, this breakwater on one side on the right hand sky the, the, the sky was dark and foreboding and obviously they were getting sheets of rain somewhere and on the left hand side there was this beautiful partially cloudy sky with the sun coming down to set the sun actually dropping down below the clouds so it was dropping down but it almost looked like it was rising it was a very very interesting the whole scene was surreal and as we were walking along one of our people in our group said we're walking into something that we've never been involved in before we're going beyond we're going into the mystery and i realized that on the one side if you look at the two pincers of the scorpionic uh, effigy the one side is the dark side, is the shadow energy and all that shadow and foreboding and fearful energy that we carry. And on the other side was this beautiful dancing light, uh, different colors, rainbow spectrum, and this beautiful dance between the two. And the realization is, as we're walking along this breakwater, that it's not about us pushing down or even cutting off that claw of the scorpion that is dark and shadowy. It's about integrating the two together. It's about embracing all aspects of ourselves and all aspects of life and realizing that it is the integration, the bringing together of both sides of us, both sides of life, making it, transcending it into oneness so that we can embrace all aspects of all life that was the meaning. And when we got to the end of the great breakwater, one of the women was blessing 
the aquamarine gemstone that we were going to place into our final offering. And as she did so, she said, Some, someone take a picture quickly, take a photograph. And later when we asked her why she asked for that to happen, she said, I felt green. And of course, the aquamarine is a blue-green color. And when the photographs were looked at after the ceremony, the two photographs of her, the whole photograph was absolutely emerald green. Absolutely remarkable. When we looked at the other photographs, walking along the breakwater at different times, there were these incredible light structures, clearly portals into another realm and another dimension. Absolutely unexplainable phenomenon. And yet we all felt that we were in a different place. We felt we were on a magical mystery tour. And we were. And we get there by embracing both sides, the shadow and the light. So this is the way in which this is all moving forward. It's absolutely wonderful. It's absolutely brilliant. I hope you can feel my passion and my love for what is taking place on the planet. And please, if you're having a tough time, know that all is in divine order. And this is unfolding beautifully. If you want to join us for the meditations, go to www.petertongue.com and click on the events page. There will be a banner up on Voice America in a short time for you to uh, re be reminded. We're at the end of our time. I'm, it's gone very, very quickly, and I hope you've enjoyed the show and much to reflect upon. My guest next week is Lisbeth Holtman, and she's going to be talking about the power of voice. She is an opera singer, and she has related together the nature of our voice with the nature of our personality and how we can use our voice again, to help us work our way, navigate our way through the world as it is unfolding right now. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this show with me today. Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tung for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.